Thanks for tuning in to the Ecclesia podcast. We are a group of people committed to proclaiming the words and doing the works of Jesus and his kingdom. And these podcast episodes are conversations we're having in our community. You can join the conversation by engaging on all the typical social medias and by joining us Sunday mornings at 11. Thanks for listening. So I, I need to lay some groundwork because um, this is going to be an atypical Sunday morning. Um, and those of you at home, it will probably be super boring to watch because there's going to be lots of silence. So uh, I apologize. Church is all about entertainment and consumerism, and you're not going to get that this morning. Thank you. Thank you, Holly. Holly laughed. <laughs> okay. Um, so one of the things that we've, we've noticed over time, <clears throat> and Melody and, and others have been talking about the, the machine of church, and, and we don't want to be a part of the machine, and one of the things that we feel like has been missing is spiritual formation, has been uh, discipleship, and we did some of that this morning. Thank you, Chris, for leading the, leading the Sunday school, and that is spiritual formation, that is discipleship too, but there's other things that can happen, and since a lot of us don't have time throughout the weeks to get together and do like more intensive small groups, um, we're going to take the first Sunday of every month, at least for the next three months, and we're going to try something a little different. And hopefully these practices that um, I'm going to share one with you this morning and for the next the two months after that, hopefully these are practices that you can take back with you. And you can use them um, like with your family, with your friends, just by yourself, uh, whatever. Th- these are tools that have been really helpful for me um, that I've learned over the years and have actually helped me like re-engage in prayer, re-engage with the scriptures, re-engage with these things that had so much baggage from my upbringing that I didn't want to touch anymore, but I feel like as a good Christian, I should, and there's legitimate reasons that I should, but um, the, the life had gone out of them. And so with some of these practices, hopefully you find something that, that works for you where you're able to encounter the presence of God and re-engage with maybe uh, scripture or prayer in a way that uh, you haven't in, in the past or, or maybe ever, and that's okay. Um, the other thing that I want to point out is each one of these practices that we do, it's, um, we, we must come into this realizing the presence of God. And that's, that's something that we talk about in worship too. It's not like we are ushering in the presence of God. The presence of God is already here. And so it's about us realizing the presence, becoming aware, becoming awake to the fact that God is with us here right now. And not only that, but God is loving you right now in this moment 100% before you've even written anything, prayed anything, read anything, God loves you 100%. And uh, one of the phrases that I've learned, um, at least over the last couple of years, has been really helpful, is that you are never far from the loving gaze of God. You are never far from the loving gaze of God. So even if you feel distant, know that the Lord is looking at you with pure love right now where you are. Um, Let's see, what else would be helpful? Um, so the, the exercises, too, uh, are focused more on moving us out of our analytical brain. Um, our, I'll point to this side because this is actually my left side. The, the left side, which uh, sometimes sermons can feel a little analytical, even if they're, they're artistic and more poetic. We tend to, like, take the words and break them down and don't always let the words kind of become a part of us. And we don't embody the words that are, are spoken or the scripture that is preached from. So what, what we'll be doing is we'll be moving more into our right side of the brain, the creative side of the brain, the imaginative side of the brain to encounter God in, in hopefully a different way. And um, with us, we're, we're going to be starting with an imaginative um, meditation on Scripture today. This is, I think, uh, an easy, easy way to re-engage with Scripture and this whole idea of 
um, thinking more creatively or in, in encountering God in a more uh, creative and imaginative way. Um, so keep in mind, too, that the, the phrases that you hear growing up about uh, the the word of God being alive, that Jesus is the living word, like these things are actually true, even though it may sound a little trite, that the word is living and alive. Um, so as, as we read that this morning, uh, it's okay if you get analytical with the words that you hear. It's okay if you start parsing things and, and wondering things, because part of what we're doing is we are allowing ourselves to imagine. We're allowing ourselves to wonder a little bit as we get into this exercise. So again, uh, before we, we go into the, the silence and stillness, remember that you're loved 100%. The loving gaze of the Lord is on you right now as you are. Um, let's see. I think that's all I want to say about that. So uh, just a couple points of instruction. Um, don't feel like you need to write. And actually, let's, let's make one rule. Don't write until the very end during the exercise. It'll be hard to do because I'm, maybe. <laughs> and if you, if, what, what's that? Yeah, that's true. Like you. If the rule makes sense, though. And follow it. Yeah. So what, what I want you to do is to trust your heart because the heart actually remembers. So if you feel like there's something that's really impactful, trust your heart that you'll remember it at the end and, and you'll, the Lord will remind you um, and you can meditate on it later. So that's really the, the only rule. Don't, don't uh, worry if you get analytical. Don't worry if you start judging yourself. Know that the Lord loves you so much and let that love pull you out of that judgment back into the imagination. So we're going to do three rounds. Of this, I'm going to read a pretty short passage of scripture, and I'll give some slight, some cues as we're going into We'll have a little space of just silence to sit with the, the scripture, see what pops out in your mind, see where your imagination goes, and then I'll read it again after prompting. We'll do the same thing. I'll read it again with some different, different prompts, different instructions, and we'll do the same thing. And then uh, after that, um, we, we can actually, we'll cut the live stream, and we'll sit and just let let it sit in us for just a few minutes. It may feel like an eternity, but uh, we'll sit for just a a few minutes with it, and we'll discuss if we feel like we want to share something with anybody. We'll discuss what, what impacted us. So trust your heart, trust the love of God, and here we go. Before I start reading, um, I, for myself, I'm going to take just a, a few deep breaths, take a moment, and pray. God, I thank you for your presence that's here with us right now, for the way that your spirit moves in us and through us as we sing, as we sit in silence. Lord, we know that silence and suffering are two ways that we are formed, and suffering just comes naturally in life, and we are uncomfortable with silence. So won't your comforting presence be on us now as we sit in your loving silence? Speak to us, Lord. This is picking up where we left off last week in Luke. This is Luke 5, and I'll read 1 through 11. On one occasion, Jesus was preaching to the crowds on the shore of Lake Galilee. There was a vast multitude of people pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. 
Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and asked him, let me use your boat, push it off a short distance away from the shore so that I can speak to the crowds. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished, he said to Peter, now row out to deep water and cast your nets and you'll have a great catch. Master, Peter replied, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out again and let down our nets because of your word. When they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish, so much that their nets were ready to burst. They waved to their business partners in the, in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats with fish until their boats began to sink. When Simon Peter saw the astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, master. For I'm a sinful man. Simon Peter and the other fishermen, including his fishing partners, Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, were awestruck over the miracle of the catch of fish. Jesus answered, Do not yield to your fear, Simon Peter. From now on, you will catch men for salvation. After pulling their boats to the shore, they left everything behind and followed Jesus. So let's sit in silence for a moment. Just notice what comes up to you, what pictures, what words pop up. <coughs> Maybe what sights pop up, what pictures you get of that scene that's set. What sounds do you hear? You can even incorporate the children back there. There were probably kids running around. What do you smell as you sit with the story? Where are you as you picture the scene? Are you near to any of the characters? Are you standing far off? Are you picturing yourself maybe as a character in the story? going to read it again, but hang on to those sights and smells and sounds. Excuse me. On one occasion, Jesus was preaching to the crowds on the shore of Lake Galilee. There was a vast multitude of people pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and asked him, Let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so I can speak to the crowds. Jesus sat down and taught people from the boat.
When he had finished, he said to Peter, Now row out to the deep water to cast your nets, and you'll have a great catch. Master, Peter replied, We've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out and let down our nets because of your word. When they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish, so much that their nets were ready to burst. They waved to their business partners in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats with fish until their boats began to sink. When Simon Peter saw the astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. Simon Peter and the other fishermen, including the fishing partners, Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, were awestruck over the miracle of the catch of fish. Jesus answered, Do not yield to your fear, Simon Peter. From now on you will catch men for salvation. And after pulling their boats to the shore, they left everything behind and followed Jesus. So this time, what do you notice about Jesus as the crowd presses in on him? What's the look on his face? What's his body language like? What are you experiencing that's happening around him as he gets into the boat? Once he's in the boat, what is Jesus like? Does his body language change? Does the look on his face change? How about after they catch the fish? What's the look on Jesus' face then? All right, I'm going to read it one last time. Hang with everything you've experienced so far. On one occasion, Jesus was preaching to the crowds on the shore of Lake Galilee. There was a vast multitude of people pushing to get close to Jesus to hear the word of God. He noticed two fishing boats at the water's edge with the fishermen nearby rinsing their nets. Jesus climbed into the boat belonging to Simon Peter and asked him, Let me use your boat. Push it off a short distance away from the shore so that I can speak to the crowds. Jesus sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished, he said to Peter, Now row out to deep water to cast your nets and you will have a great catch. 
Master, replied Peter, we've just come back from fishing all night and didn't catch a thing. But if you insist, we'll go out again and let down our nets because of your word. When they pulled up their nets, they were shocked to see a huge catch of fish, so much that their nets were ready to burst. They waved to their business partners in the other boat for help. They ended up completely filling both boats with fish until their boats began to sink. When Simon Peter saw the astonishing miracle, he knelt at Jesus' feet and begged him, Go away from me, Master, for I am a sinful man. Simon Peter and the other fishermen, including his fishing partners Jacob and John, the sons of Zebedee, were awestruck over the miracle of the catch of fish. Jesus answered, Do not yield to your fear, Simon Peter. From now on, you will catch men for salvation. After pulling their boats to the shore, they left everything behind and followed Jesus. Now this last time, let's zoom in a little closer to the story and put yourself in the boat with Jesus. As you're so close to Jesus in this little fishing boat, what do you want Jesus to tell you? be hard to form that question sometimes. Let's sit with that. What, what do you want Jesus to tell you as you're in the boat with him right now? And as you have the courage to ask that question, ask for what you need to hear, what do you hear from Jesus? As you're talking with the Lord, look into the eyes of Christ. And notice the, compa- the compassion and the kindness and the pure love looking back at you. Lock on to that image and listen for the words that Jesus speaks to you. And we'll sit with this for just a few minutes. Thanks for listening to the Ecclesia podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Join the conversation by engaging on all the typical social medias and by joining us Sunday mornings at 11. Peace and love to you all.